took place while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife. But he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born, and Joseph named him Jesus. That is the word of God for the people of God. And the people said, Amen. We'll now have prayer. God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the most ancient of days, El Elyon, Elohim, and El Shaddai. Father God, we come before you in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We come, Father God, on this day commemorating your birth, but we also come, Father God, to say thank you, to praise you, and to lift up your most holy and divine name. We come, Father God, thanking you for the year past, for how you kept us and how you provided for us and how you became all that we need, oh God. And so we come this morning just to say thank you. We come, Father God, thanking you for healing and we come, Father God, thanking you for peace and we come, Father God, just thanking you for another day to be in the land of the living. So we just said thank you, Lord God. We come this morning, Father God, because in your word it said that every knee must bow and every tongue must confess that you are Lord. So we come this morning, Father God, confessing that from the date of your birth, you became our Lord and Savior. You became our Redeemer. You became our mediator. You became our bread of life. You became everything that we needed, oh God. And so we said thank you. We thank you, Father God, for your birth. We thank you for the time that you spent here on earth when you showed us the perfect example of how to walk according to the will of God. And we thank you, Father God, that when you died, when you died on an old rugged cross, you paid the price that we couldn't pay. You paid for all our sins and the sins of the world. For John 3.16 said, For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. So we thank you for that love, Father God, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So, Father God, on this day, not only do we look forward to your birth, but we look forward to your resurrection. We look forward to the day when you, on that third appointed day when you got up with all power in heaven and earth in your hands. So we know that anytime we mention the name of Jesus, there's power in his name. Anything that we need, there's peace in the name of Jesus. So, Lord God, we just come this morning just to say thank you. We thank you for this congregation, Father God. We thank you for those who 
really want to celebrate your birthday, oh God. For we know that it's not about gifts, commercial commercialization of your name. We know, Father God, it's about the heart. And so we come here, Lord God, showing our heartfelt love for you. We just want to thank you, Lord God. And we ask right now that you bless our pastor and his family in a mighty way, oh God. Bless this congregation. Bless every individual that it takes to make up this congregation, oh God. And I pray, Father God, that you bind us in love so that we can, so that we can continue to stand and proclaim your name. We just want to say thank you right now, oh God. Mm, and we bless your name. For this is my prayer in Jesus' name. And for his sake I pray. Amen.
really be late, but he'll always be on time. Amen. Pray with me for just a second, if you will. Lord, we thank you for this day, for all that you have seen fit to extend to us. Thank you for health and strength, being clothed in our right mind, and just being able to see this day, Lord God. We, we thank you for the plentiness of your grace and your mercy. We thank you for your love and your protection, and for we know that even in moments like this, that life has not gone by or transpired without event. But you kept us in spite of ourselves. You brought us through danger seen and unseen to a disappointed time and disappointed destination. Thank you for allowing us seeing this year that much as we have and we look forward in your name for the time yet to come. Let us live each day according to your will and your glory begun to you. Father, now as I speak to your people, I ask that it be not Wayne, but it be what you would have me to say. So hide me behind your cross, lay me at your feet, consume me by your spirit, Lord God. Now have your way as we celebrate today in commemoration of you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Good morning again to each of you. And um, I, uh, I, I want to begin by saying something. Your presence here today is awesome. The text in Romans says not to think too highly of yourself or that it's your reasonable service. Can I, can I, before I begin, I just want to ask a quick question. Has anybody been to a birthday party this year? Anybody? Did, did anybody in your family have a birthday party? They had a schedule for when it was, right? And you prepared to go for it, didn't you? So you did that because you thought it was something special and camaraderie and that you don't want to offend them, right? Am, am I right? You did that. What, doing it, so your presence here for Jesus is because you don't want to, you shouldn't want to offend him, right? Am I right? Yeah. I mean, he's worthy of a birthday party, isn't he? He's worthy of being praised, ain't he? He's worthy of you getting up off of your schedule and doing something in the name of Jesus, isn't he? I know it's early. I know, but you, you go to work early. You do other things early so to come and praise his name because this world is passing away. It shall be a temporary event, but God will be eternal and Jesus will be forever. Amen. So wipe the sleep out of your eyes and give the Lord a hand clap of praise. <laughs> Here's the good news. Good news is, is that You've already done over 50% of the service. <laughs> I shall not stay up here and worry you long because you've, you've, you've done something I think that is special. And that is said, the Lord, the day is yours. 
this is your day. Oh, by the way, every day is his day, not ours. Yeah, yeah. So, if you will go with me, I think I've read the scripture yesterday, but I want to read it again. And uh, Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. From the King James Version. When you have arrived, if those are able to stand, we invite you to stand. If you're there, say amen. Okay. Beginning at the 18th verse, now the birth of Christ, Jesus Christ, was on this wise, when as his mother, Mary, was a spouse to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, not willing to make her a public example, was binded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou art the son of David. Fear not to take up unto thee Mary, thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. He shall save his people from their sins the word of God for the people of God and you may be seated I want to talk to you real quick because I think that we uh, we need to, to remain focused on the fact that Jesus was born with a purpose Jesus was born with a purpose life is uh complicated enough as he is and uh, there to let you know that even in this time there are trials and tribulations that are still occurring in this world as you go through the day-to-day -day activities maybe things aren't you are not confronted with the challenges of life each and every day but if we live long enough you will find out that trouble will find you. Leaving on yesterday, I had trouble reported to me. And coming in this morning, trouble was reported to me. Now I say all of that for the purpose of saying this. The text says Jesus has a purpose and his purpose was to save his people. Note that. To save his people. We often speak about that he, he died for the whole round world, but he died for to save everyone that believes, everyone that will receive. And so therefore, not everybody will believe and not everybody will receive. So what am I saying? I simply would say this to you is that 
as you go through the trials and the tribulations and people get depressed and, and the emphasis that I even made about the, the fact that this is Jesus' birthday, well, it's an opportunity for you not only to reflect back upon where you've been, what you are doing or where you are going, but it's, I call a reality check. If Jesus died to save us, being his purpose, then why are we here remaining in this world? I believe that the world tells us, or at least they tell us, that we are a light that needs to shine. So every day that we are on this earth, we need to know that we are disciples of Christ. And if we are disciples of Christ, we ought to mimic his behavior. We ought to mimic his attitude. We ought to mimic his talk, his walk. We often say that I want to be like Jesus. Well, Jesus came to save the world. And, and the sad thing that we, is that the world is in great need. They need you. They need Jesus. Every day that you get up, the world needs to know that there's a better place. Everything here is temporary, is passing away. And if you don't believe that you get the opportunity, the blessing and the love to see Jesus face to face, then you're not a believer. You need to understand that Jesus came to save the world. Well, if he came to save the world and you are wanting to be like Jesus, he says that you should be persecuted for my sake. Anybody been going through a difficult moment? I suggest to you that just like all of you have prepared food today, probably, you put seasoning on your food so it get it right. Am I correct? Some people even put salt on it. Am I right about it? Yeah. So in other words, you don't eat your food bland. You got to be, it has to go through some stuff. Some of you might even take some, a, 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 a chicken cutlet and beat it to tenderize it. Am I right about it? Well, that's sometimes how we have to deal with life is that Jesus is just putting you through some things to allow you to grow in developing you so that you know that you come out like pure gold. Yeah, yeah. You see, you have endured some things this year. You have been through some tests so that you can have some testimonies. And oh, by the way, the things that you've been through, he gives you a testimony so that you can testify. In other words, you can tell somebody else about how good God has been, how good he is, and what he will do, not what you can think about he might do, but you can talk for yourself because I've been through the valley. I'm going over the mountain and the steps of a good man ordered by the Lord. You see, when, when you find that you come in contact with somebody that has been through or going through some of the same issues that you have in life because I've suggested you have a purpose just as Jesus did you can tell them about your story 
I have often heard it said, when I get to heaven, I'm going to tell Jesus all about my story. Now, I, Jesus don't want to hear that. He already knows it. So why are you going to waste your time telling them? You, you need to tell the people down here so that they can understand that there's a way out of no way. That they don't have to be no hope. Because we don't weep as those that have no hope. We don't get to the point where we are discouraged. And unfortunately, this season has a lot of people that need you to fulfill your purpose because if they don't see your smile, if they don't see your caring, your loving, your guidance, they may just think they're all alone. They may get depressed. And this is one of the seasons that's one of the highest times of depression. Tell them about the love of Jesus. Tell them about his purpose that he came to save his people. Tell him that he's a way maker. He's a healer. He is most of all a redeemer. And then you can look at him in the eye and you can be able to say to him, by and by, after a while, soon when trouble is over, I'm going to cease in this weary land. But here's, a, here's, here's something that I don't think that uh, many of us think about. I used to have the perception that life had a termination date. Now y'all look at me like I'm crazy. But reality, I'm going to suggest to you that you shall live forever. Y'all didn't get that, did you? I think that you don't, no one ceased. You will always be. You'll be here for all eternity. Not here, but you'll be existing all eternity. Well, Pastor, why do you say that? Because I need to tell you that you'll be, and you have to choose on where you're going to be. You'll either be in all eternity with Jesus, or you'll be without him. But you will exist. And so, therefore, if you exist, you need to make sure that you have fulfill your purpose so that you will be able to live your purpose. Jesus said that I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So let me tell you these two, two or three things as I get ready to take communion. Are you his people? That's a question. Are you his people? Because his people reflect who he is don't say that you're his people and you don't walk like him that you don't talk like him that you don't live like him that you don't give like him most of all that you don't love like him if there's anything that you ought to do is to love right now let people know I don't even I'm talking about the Bible says to love your enemies so for all the people that are hating on you, kill them with kindness. Show them love. Because Jesus showed you love. Because he says when you were yet a sinner, Christ died for you. Now, <laughs> he was born with a purpose. He was born to live long enough. Now think about it. He came down through 42 generations just so that you 
Could have life. But here's the thing about it. Jesus knew all the time his purpose. That he would hang on an old rugged cross just for you. That he would be wounded for your transgression, bruised for your iniquity, but by his stripes you would be healed. But as much as he lived for you, that he died for you, but that's something that he did that is essential. He got up on that third appointed morning. He conquered death and the grave. Somebody ought to say victory is mine. Yeah, I, I know victory is mine. Because God made a way out of no way. I couldn't get back to the Father without him, but Jesus' purpose said that send me, Father, because... I love them. I will go and I will prepare a way for them. And guess what? I helped them come back to you. Here's the second thing I would tell you. His mission was from birth to death on the cross to everlasting resurrection. And just like Jesus got up on that third appointed morning, I want you to be at peace to know that you shall see his face. You'll get the opportunity to know that Jesus is the great I am, the Prince of Peace. Some say he's the lily of the valley, the bright and the morning star. But this morning, you say you showed up today because you realize I pray that you realize that you are his child and you belong to God and you made a choice to say today and every day I serve the Lord Serving God will pay off after a while. Because one day he's going to say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. <laughs> Come on now. Didn't he tell, didn't he tell, <laughs> tell uh, 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 Elijah? Come on up here, son. He didn't experience any transformation that was not God ordained. And you too will be with him. There will be a family reunion one day. And Jesus, he was purposed so that he could get the family together. They're going to all sit down at the welcome table. Every day will be like Sunday. And the sweet sap shall have no end. Ha! <laughs> So here's what the thing I'll tell you. It doesn't matter how long we are ultimately here. Because when we are leaving here, we are going to a place that he has purposed. You have a purpose. And your purpose is to live through all eternity with Christ. 
your being at his birthday celebration, it's just a celebration, isn't it? This is a celebration, isn't it? I know you're tired and sleepy, but this is a celebration, isn't it? I know you're weary and worn out, but this is a celebration, ain't it? Did, did Linda cook a cake for this celebration? I know she did. Y'all got sweets at home. And y'all, people are opening gifts. But the gift is Jesus Christ. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. <laughs> he was born with a purpose. And I hope and I pray that we all get to know him in the power of his resurrection. A little baby born in a manger. A little baby born in a manger. Come seen by magi, shepherds, respected by many and was praised in advance for what he will do. But when he become of age, he began to preach the gospel and to teach the gospel. He began to show whose child he is. He was born, as I said, in a manger, and he was all man and all God. He was whipped and beaten and went through all kind of things just for you. Had he not been born, we wouldn't be sitting here today. Had he not resurrected, had he not got up, we wouldn't have the victory. So therefore, we ought to celebrate his birthday and give him all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. Don't worry about what you didn't have under the tree. Just remember that he got off the tree just for you. So give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Give the Lord celebration. Can somebody say happy birthday? Happy birthday. Can I, can I get ready to, to come? There's one thing. Oh, this is really not his birthday. At least we don't know it to be. So therefore, we need to celebrate this every day just in case we got it wrong. <laughs> Ushers, listen, if there's anybody here that wants to be in the will of God that have not confessed him to be their Lord and Savior, I want you to know that every day is a day of salvation and tomorrow is promised to no man so if you're here will you come as everybody sings <laughs> the doors of the church are open
seeing that there are none willing to wait upon the Lord, he shall add to the church daily such as shall be saved. House in order, Tandy. In the back of your pew, there should be a communion cup. So if you are desirous of taking communion with us today, and you are legally bound to do so according to the will of God, I'd ask you to find that cup. Everybody got a cup? We good? your body and your blood and Lord on your celebrated birthday we want to remember how blessed we are how you have kept us even in spite of ourselves so celebrate and concentrate this bread and this wine unto yourself make holy and acceptable as we partake of it to represent your body and your blood. We thank you for everything you have done, are going to do, and will do. And we give all glory and honor unto you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This represents the bread, the body of Jesus Christ. As often as you take it, remember that he was born with a promise for you that he was wounded for your transgressions and most of all that he got up so that you could live eat, eat, eat all of it This represents the blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He shed his blood on Calvary. They put him in a borrowed tomb for three days. But early Sunday morning, he got up with all power in heaven and earth in his hand. 
And as you drink of this blood, you remind yourself that nothing is impossible with Jesus. You can do all things if it be his will. Amen. Let us drink. Drink y'all. Somebody ought to say hallelujah. Look at your neighbor. And I know that the, the, look at your neighbor and say, it's a good day in the Lord. I'm blessed and highly favored. And, and, you know, I don't know exactly what all I got under the tree, but I do know this much. I got one that hung on a tree for me, and that's more than enough. Is that more than enough for you? Oh, y'all ought to celebrate his birthday. You, you ought to talk about the goodness of God and all that he has done. Where have you been? Come on now. Y'all didn't just get up this early in the morning to have a long face to, to, to go sanding. You come to celebrate his birthday. Tell God how good he is. Can, can, can you give him at least a hand, a really, really big hand clap of praise? Can I remind you that he probably lifted some of you off your sick bed this year? Can I remind you that he helped some of you through your financial troubles this year? Can I help you to understand that he has closed you in your right mind, put you clothes on your back? He's kept you in spite of yourself. Who wouldn't serve a God like that? Ah. <laughs> All right. I want to thank you for coming out this morning. I want you to thank you for saying to Jesus, greater are you in me than I in you, because I am nobody, but with you, I am somebody. Ain't that good news? You ought to tell somebody they somebody. Said you, you somebody, you somebody, you somebody, you somebody, are you, are you, are you somebody? <laughs> All right, then. Act like you somebody. Walk with authority. Amen. Let us get ready to go home and celebrate the rest of this day and the days that God has given us to his glory. Father, we give thanks to the Lord God this day for all the love, the grace, the mercy, and the purpose that you sent Jesus. For you gave your only begotten son so that Whosoever believe will not perish but have eternal life. Father God, I know that it took a lot to love us like that. And I will never take it for granted. Help us to appreciate it more and more each day. And Lord, we can't do that without the power of your Holy Spirit. That same spirit that birthed Jesus Christ. So Lord God, with your love, your grace, your mercy... And your eternal grace of the Holy Spirit be with us for now and forever. And the thanks of God said in one voice. Merry Christmas! <laughs> Amen! <laughs> Amen! <laughs>